get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. But hey, what did I miss? What did you guys talk about? We what, were talking what, what, what about why hatch? is Candace or why is Ashley trying to re- uh, bury the hatchet with Candace? Because Candace seems like a completely awful person. Just she does. 100%. No redeeming qualities to her at all. Well, I like how Candace never will apologize for anything. Well, we got to talk leaves. about that. This isn't the place. <laughs> it's this a good place. There's a no good, notes for it. How are we going to talk excuse. about you? <laughs> that's very uh you know not i'm not making this political but it's very donald trumpian to never apologize so maybe she's taking mm. a page out of trump's notebook well there was so, an msnb it's one of them an msnbc anchor that came uh, out of wendy, nowhere well wendy said and this is I, wendy i find a little bit annoying because i know she's gonna be one of those people where she's like i am a professor I'm a political commentator. I am a charity person. And you know, if you hang out with her, she's just not going to shut the fuck up about well, everything. Well, the one girl's like, uh, was it Karen? She's Karen. like, I am not impressed. <laughs> I like the power move Karen's pulling of like never remembering who she is. <laughs> There's a lot of good life lessons in this show. There really are. Already, you could, if you don't like someone and you want to put them down a peg, you just pretend that you've never met them, even though you've met them a thousand times. That's well, I wonder what how I many do. people... Whenever I run into anyone I knew from high school, just, what? Who? I don't remember. <laughs> well, you. it's like, yeah, I wonder how many people think that I'm big timing them just because I have no fucking idea who they are. <laughs> Which is so many people where it's like, have you ever been at the no, gym like, working out or walking down the street and somebody's like, hey, and you just ignore them completely by accident and they're like, ah, oh, I've made an enemy. Well, it's like, see, in, like in Billy Madison, like at home, like some guy's putting lipstick on. See, this is a bigger problem for you because you always strike up random conversations with dudes. And maybe they're not as drunk as you when you're striking up the random conversations. And they actually. I'm sorry, I'm trying to promote our podcast to people when I'm hammered at bars, (laughs) which happened the other night, by the way. I was just out at uh, the Sports Harbor and uh, talking to some random dude for a while. (laughs) No idea idea who he is. Never see him again. I'll be like, hey, you, long hair. What's happening, guy? (laughs) So I forget where this tangent started. We're talking about Candace or uh, Karen pulling the power move oh, yeah. on Wendy and ignoring yeah. her and pretending she has no idea who she is. That's a good one. And also, like you mentioned, um, Candace always saying, well, this isn't the time or the place for this conversation. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to tell Jordan, if you ever get in trouble at school and the principal calls you to the office, just say, this isn't the time or the place for this conversation. We'll do it again some other time. Can you contact my assistant and reschedule, please? This is <laughs> like, the time. It's like, the, well, it's <laughs> the third episode of the season, and she's done this every episode. She's like, this isn't the time to a, no. like. Is that hard? You have to schedule an appointment to say you're sorry for being a complete bitch. Yep. Pretty. And while someone's pregnant, she's. I like the last, she's like my legs were spread. The baby's coming out of me, and you're tweeting at me. Now the question is, did very Ashton graphic, read the tweets? very graphic. Yeah. Did she read the tweets though? While she was giving birth. Probably. probably, Yeah. I think probably. I think my wife was reading tweets. <laughs> she had the epidural in. She wasn't feeling anything. But I like how Candace also storms out, right? She's like, I'm leaving. And then Kabili just stops at the bottom of the like, apartment complex. Who's and coming waits. after me? Who's and coming yeah. after me? Yeah. Waits patiently for somebody to come down and kiss her ass. 
Yeah, Candace sucks. I, I thought she was going to be interesting, and she is interesting, but God, she's such a fucking pain in the ass. So then the other one is uh, Monique. She's the one with the parrot, I believe, right? Yes. That's How did we not talk about this earlier? I don't know. This is the first Pirate time Monique. Pirate Monique. Huh? Yeah, she's a, she literally has a parrot on her shoulder all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I not noticed that. Of course, I wasn't watching. What the fuck are you talking about? You didn't notice this, Odie. How do you not notice a parrot <laughs> on someone's shoulder? I was not watching. Like it didn't have my eyes locked on the screen. I was listening. Uh, neither was I. I was at the gym. That's <laughs> how you get through all these reality shows, Odie. You got to do multitask, but you still are aware if a parrot is on someone's <laughs> shoulder. Was Odie's the parrot talking? With... Was the parrot saying anything? It was saying, no. "Fuck you, Odie. Fuck you, Odie." <laughs> no, well, I was no. like, "Notice that." Hopefully. <laughs> So then was it Monique who is now friends with someone or now hates someone because someone else is friends with her enemy? It's, Monique it's hates Sharice. Think about how dumb that just sounded. No, yeah, it sounds perfectly logical, Odie. Is she <laughs> oh, no, friends not- with someone or does she hate someone because that person is friends with her enemy? What can't, what can't you follow you along with, Odie? Perfectly, uh, Rico. You were dynamite thank you. there. Yeah, Here's the thing. She hates Sharice, who was on episodes that we've never seen. So I was dying to know who is this Sharice that everybody hates so much. And what did she do? That's what I know. What did she do? I guess leaked information of the press. Well, so, apparently Monique was banging her personal trainer, and Sharice let everyone know about it. That sounds That's like Monique was problem. banging Sharice's <laughs> personal trainer? No, she was banging her own personal trainer, Odie. Was Sharice the personal trainer? She was not. Okay. Well, From what I good. understand. But of course, this is all before our time in the Potomac Real Housewives universe. So it does all seem to come back to Monique should not have had sex with her personal trainer. Seems like Am a I wrong central storyline. <laughs> so <laughs> like, how dare you tell somebody I was banging my trainer, you whore. So one of the housewives' boyfriends is clearly bisexual. I think it's um, Candace's husband. Because there's been a lot of allusions to him talking about sucking a dick during different drunken conversations. So, mm. yes. Watch closely for that one. I do recall some reference to sucking dicks. But again, without my notes, I had such good notes. What I'm lost here. I'm a babe in the woods without uh, my notes. Where do you save your notes? I email them to myself. Yet, <laughs> Don't you have like notes on your phone that can then iphone or uh, icloud notes or whatever you can yeah i've got, I've got it all i have an iphone i'm affiliated with the with the technology maybe i should okay. check and see maybe they're there. why would you email them to yourself when you could just take notes on your phone and then you could pull them up on your computer because they're linked through the icloud technology come on look here's what i put in my phone uh, stupid jokes about finding a cord to my phone, and this is bad. <laughs> this is the worst not, episode. This is really. gold, Jerry. <laughs> this is the worst episode of the show with all these new listeners listening on. The oh, they, they were I, out at the weather conversation. I'm trying to carry you two through this show the best thank I you. can. Please do, Rico. How are you? T- are you honestly telling me, Rico, you don't have notes because you're a fucking liar? Um, I actually also accidentally deleted my notes, but for a different reason. <laughs> because um, you. What, what what was the what I I'm dying to know the reason you deleted your notes. Well, I mean it, it has nothing to do with anything. I was I have all these notes for my different five, my cases on my computer, and then I did a cut and paste on um, my 
all my reality TV show notes. And then I was like, oh shit, I got to clean up because I wasn't organized. My case notes please were not tell organized. Me you went to court. So please tell me you were in front of a judge and you're like, so Candace, pretty big of a bitch. And the judge is like, I agree. I rule well, in your favor. I only go to court these days over the phone. As I was telling Odie while you were off the air, the uh, cl- one of my clients today at the end, like after he was done, he's like, you know, it's over the phone. He told the judge, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I came across as disrespectful. And I was like, what are you talking? You were fine. And I was like, no, no, you're like, oh, no, you're fine. He's like, yeah. And, you know, I was, I was smoking a cigarette during this, during court. And she's the like, judge was? That's no, awesome. the client was. He oh, was, the client. He was barely smoking between talking, but he was over the phone. So I had no idea. And the judge was like, oh, I, uh, I didn't know you were smoking at all. That's, you didn't need to mention that. But I'll allow very it. Very random um interjection that he had yeah maybe but, keep uh, that one yourself next time there uh buddy boy hey you know maybe a, a good lawyer would prepare them and say don't smoke and then don't talk about it but hey he didn't have a good lawyer he had me i still like the anyways who was, was the better the better story where the guy was literally confessing in court to uh doing all sorts of horrible things was it math oh my uh, god that was that was in <laughs> la right before um covid hit that was one of my last like in person things i had to do and he was clearly um quite quite high on heroin so wait the, <laughs> your your judge the, the no 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 the not the judge was, his client was sweating profusely he wasn't actually he wasn't high he was clearly going through withdrawals yeah. Um, well, that's it. to his favor. The judge, should, did you bring that up? You're like, judge, clearly he's going through withdrawals. <laughs> Give the guy a break. There's lucky, not lucky any. Lucky for you, judge. Uh, I happen to have some heroin right here in my briefcase. We can get this squared away. <laughs> not the way it works, but we'll see if we can change the laws. Um. Anyways, any other thoughts on nine or uh, on Potomac? I had so many thoughts. Well, I have to bring this up. Can or not, Candace? Wendy, right? The the one who's like political commentator, all this other shit. She had this crazy scene where she's talking about her husband. He's from Nigeria. He's a, uh, I can't remember what he does for living. He's a lawyer. Like, Law- Probably uh, does lawyer. better law than I do. I, I He's more successful. He does. Nigerians are very motivated, whereas you are not. You live in Cleveland. They are successful outside of D.C. So, anywho, she's talking about, she's like, oh, he's a, he's a piece of chocolate, piece of chocolate. So, I actually downloaded the clip. Let's see if I can get it to play right here because it is fucking awesome we also and i want to see if i can share really, my uh, screen really testing your technical uh wizardry yeah, i here. can't wait till this is causes this, a blackout has this ever worked before it probably will block. actually cra- it probably will crash my entire house your neighbors are gonna be pissed grid. like <laughs> you really had to play that twitter clip all they hear is the is this horrible clip and then they uh are like well we don't have energy okay here we go ready here it is share computer set Chocolate. I was about to call him Mr. Chocolate Child. Let me not do that, child. <laughs> what that, the fuck was that? Can't that can't be real. Sound? That had to be sound effects. Dude, no. That was real. That it was, was some played, cackling like, right there. It was some classic uh, the cackling. Was, here's why I question it, right? And like you, I was like, that can't be real. I'm looking at her throat to see if it's moving up and down, like, you know, some sort of, uh, of swallowing or laughing motion. It didn't move. She's drinking a drink. It's like a ventriloquist. She's drinking a drink while cackling like that. How is that possible? Who makes that sound? And what she said wasn't even funny. Why was she cackling? It wasn't witty. 
It wasn't well, like, it's like uh, Brian could tell you a good comedian knows that when a joke really falls flat on its face, <laughs> give it a little laugh to encourage others to laugh. No, I do Brian's, it on the show constantly. No. Brian's uh, method is to badger the audience, which I particularly appreciate. He's like, oh, you guys are fucking idiots. That, was, yeah, that joke is hilarious. It works. You know what also works? <laughs> Just staring at the audience in silence. After about it's three, not awkward at three, all. four minutes, they start responding and they're like, oh, I no. get it. I now get, it's no, funny. Like we're if you don't break eye contact, they're trapped somewhere there. They know they can't, they can't leave. But yeah, what the fuck was that sound that she made? Who cares about your uh, your hot chocolate boyfriend or uh, or husband? I guess, but is she also the one that has the wait? Who has the two children and the third that she's like? This is why you don't have kids. Is that Monique? She has like two twin Mon- boys that are beating the crap Monique out of each other. Monique has any kids? Does she? Oh no, no, she does. No, she totally does. Oh, it's hard. To, you know what? I'm still trying to get to know their names and their faces. Yeah, they need name tags. So we're working on it. It's a, it's a process. Yeah, we're working on it. Uh, I think we need to move on. Let's do it. Let's move on. Enough oh, of he's falling asleep. I was spent 45 <coughs> only 40 minutes, minutes on, uh, on that. So. Yeah. Well, 10 minutes was on the weather, to be fair. All right. I, I don't know how we didn't start. Below Deck was a far better episode today than no. Potomac. It was. Even though it was a little bit long. Um, so obviously Hannah's fired surprisingly to me, but perhaps not if you're familiar with maritime law, do we think Malia was in any sense, any percentage she was right in what she did given yeah, what we me, now know about maritime law. It, let me frame it this way. Uh, <laughs> cause Malia has made her intentions very clear that she wants to be a captain. So looking at it through that lens, you know, there, there's footage out there that, and she doesn't know what they're going to show on Bravo when they show the show of, um, of Hannah taking, um, taking Valium. So uh, I don't know. She's, she's looking out for her own ass in one way. The way she did it, it was really shady, lining it up and taking a picture. She could have talked to her like a human being. Yeah. And, and maybe, and the you know. the timing was so suspicious too. It's like, oh, you're, she won't give up her cabin. Your boyfriend chef just comes on board, and now you decide to report it because yeah. Hannah had two said weeks in left to episode, go. Yeah, two weeks left. Hannah said earlier, she's like, "I need a Valium in front of Malia when she had a panic yeah. attack." So it's not like Malia didn't know already. It's like she just discovered this out of the fucking blue. She clearly had a motivation behind it, and I love how too, yeah. like the crew after Sandy fired her, the crew's like, "Oh, did you hear? Did you hear?" And Malia's just like, "Hmm, you know, it's good. We've got this circular basket." You guys see we yeah. have one of these? <laughs> like, so okay. Hannah obviously knew it was Malia. And she they did have this awkward interaction right when she was leaving, where uh she had packed already, and then Malia said something like, Oh, you're leaving, huh? And Hannah's like, Yeah, huh. Well that, <laughs> huh? Or something like that, you know? And it could have. I expected that to turn a little bit more uh more aggressive there, but very just I guess Hannah just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, well, I think she should have. I think she should have been like I, the old "What is it, Godfather? I know it's you, Fredo, and you broke yeah, my exactly. heart." Um, she should have done that. She should have like pulled her collar. She's like, "I know it's you." <laughs> I thought it was funny that Hannah's like, "Okay, yeah." She's like, "I'll go get." Which, like, the captain's like, "Go get your drugs or bring them back." And then the captain's like, 
What if she flushes them and runs down into Hannah's room and bangs on the door? She's in the bathroom. No, 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 no. The best part was after Hannah was clearly fired, she's like, well, can I have my value back? <laughs> and then Cap's like, all right, there you go. <laughs> and they kept calling if only it. it was that easy in other um, situations. Uh, officer, you got me. Can I have those back then? Can I have a... Uh, <laughs> You've already tagged back. them into evidence, right? Uh, can I have them back? I mean, I mean, maybe it was a... Hannah was calling it a CBD pen. Maybe she's lying. Maybe to cover herself. Maybe it was, you know, had some THC in it, you know, some uh, some marijuana. But if it was just CBD, would maritime law not allow that? I, I guess... I guess not. I mean, what, what governs that? Are you allowed to take Advil? Well, like, what, what can you take? Well, that's the thing. And also, I don't believe the captain's story that one joint was found on a boat and then they confiscated the boat. And also, he's like, international uh, waters. International waters, you can do anything you want. What are you well, talking about? But no, I, when I heard her say that, I was thinking like, okay, f- well, there's stories in states like, say, Michigan, where they take a person's car when, you know, Oh, that's uh, civil forfeit, yeah. forfeiture because they found a joint in there. And it's like, yeah. the exception doesn't make the rule. All right. If you actually yeah. did care about Hannah at all, you would say, all right, I don't know. You would probably have handled it a different way. And I, I could see, you know, she's super, if she's super uptight and she's made it well clear, you can't have anything. And, and uh, it sounds like Hannah should have registered the volume. Um, there's some kind of reporting requirement. I don't know. But um, I think Malia really was a fucking bitch about it. Just say, Hannah, look, throw those overboard or I'm going to have to tell the captain. You yeah, make exactly. The, you Talk make the choice one right one. now. Well, also, if this wasn't on TV, right? If the captain wasn't on TV, do you think this would have gone down the way it probably. did? No, yeah, probably no not. fucking way. Yeah, the no captain way. probably like, look, you know, I'm on TV. I have no choice. And once Malia gets that ball rolling and sends a text to the captain, and it's going to be uh, aired, then the, I, I guess probably the captain has no choice. You have to be like, oh, right. it's got to be zero tolerance. Like, I, <laughs> I want to be a captain still, and I can't be like, oh, looking the other way. But right. it was all, I think, Malia's fault 100% from the start. If you don't give Hannah the option or the, ch- the chance to say, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to either leave on my own or I'm going to throw this stuff overboard and then be done with it. Or just register it. Apparently, if you register it so it's dished out when you need it yeah you can do yeah. that i don't know well I also by the way if you're gonna if you're hannah and you're like ah, i better flush this i'm like just throw it overboard yeah. go into the bathroom for it. it's She's gonna stay in the tank it. get it overboard she, but she hadn't even denied it she admitted she had it so what is but she, she said she never took it which was stupid well she yeah she definitely lied about that she clearly lied about that she told me she took it but it's also like you could see both malia malia's trying to justify her action to the, the rest of the crew and the captain is like chasing down Hannah and like, let me explain to you why I have to do this. I'm not, I don't trust going out to sea with you, which Hannah's not been great this season, let's be honest. But the fact that she's like chasing her down and then she's like, okay, if you don't care, I don't care. I don't care. Fuck you. I don't care. It's like, okay, you're just, you know, you're fucking feeling guilty. You know, this is a bunch of bullshit and you would never have done this if it wasn't on TV. So, yeah. Uh, I wonder, I wonder how much the producers play into this too. pooling. Like maybe they pull Malia aside. Like, so if you take a picture of uh, of Hannah's stuff and maybe give it to Captain Sandy, that would make some good TV. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got to be a pretty big asshole to, to listen to that. And be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck if, over this person that I've known for years well, on uh, national well, TV. Well, how about this? What the other reason I bring that up, I mean, 
because they were showing this past episode a lot of flashbacks because Hannah was like, she's leaving the show forever now. So they're showing past seasons. Tell you what, the past seasons look pretty damn entertaining. I don't know if Brian's seen many of them. I have. That's what I was saying is Hannah used to be a lot more fun. Now she's pregnant, has a boyfriend on this boat. She sucks. She was a lot more fun in prior seasons. But I also wonder, so like, are we. who were if you, if there was a place you could put a bet down, and I wonder if Captain Pete went this route and is just sitting on millions of dollars right now. Can you put a bet down on who would be voted or who would be fired off this boat? If it's Pete, was a hundred to one shot. odds uh, over Hannah, hundred to one. Yeah, Pete's still there, not getting any airtime. He he no. gets to be shown on camera sometimes when he's sitting next to other people talking. Well, God like forbid how, he talk. People probably like have no bears? idea. They're like, what happened to that? that I, I want to see guy? like them release another edition of this, you know, after the fact, including Pete, oh, all the kind of title of it, the Pete peak, Pete or peak Pete, the peak Pete season. And it's just professional yeah, Pete. All professional <laughs> Pete. But I want a GoPro on his forehead. And just to have his point of view the entire time, and you hear everything. What was that network that? Um, do you remember the Oklahoma City uh, bombing? O- Oklahoma State football coach got in trouble for wearing the t-shirt. It was like OAN or something. It was some uh, alternative yeah. news it's network. First, yeah, I do remember that, but that's the first time I've ever heard of the network. Maybe but, yeah. they can have a professional Pete reality show. And they were like, "We're branching off. We got this Pete guy, it. and uh, we think he's <laughs> yeah. entertaining." Well, so, how mad was Pete when Chubby Bear was hitting on uh, Bugsy? He's like, I'll be a third stew with the worst. And, P- and Pete's just sitting next to him like, man, you got to tell her you'll rip her clothes off and eat off of her. Like, Pete's just got to be there just chewing on his tongue, angry, hearing, hearing Chubby Bear's lines. All right. Well, moving on for Brian. Um, so we got to talk. What do you mean for me? This is yeah, great yeah, shit. You, you slow, I think you slow the show down. So I'm going to move on from you. So Rico's uh, hosting now. I like it. Yes. I guess Rico's the host of Bravo and Beer. The guy who was slowest at the Bravo Beer Bong is now somehow taking control of this. Uh, one week. One week. So there is a couple other issues that are just, just real quick. Jess still can't make a drink. She, uh, the, the <laughs> guest consistently ordered Tito's and everything. And, uh, or no, it was tequila. They were ordering tequila like all, all day. And she got, the was, there was the one drink, the, uh, espresso, espresso martini where fuck, I don't know how to make that. I have no idea. No, but Bugsy helped because mm-hmm. that's what a good chief stew does. Unlike Hannah, who gets her cook fired for suggesting he make nachos for a fucking. I was going to say, Hannah's just guy. like a coffee martini. It's just nachos and vodka get it out <laughs> to the crowd they love them vegas style so uh just still sucks but the other i guess notable part of this show was were the guests the uh, guests were amazing uh, <laughs> that guy he he, he hold on i gotta go back to jess real quick because i do have a note about this i made a note it was so funny jess is like so they they get rid of hannah bugsy's now chief stew and jess said this scene where she goes Okay, well, if Bugsy's chief stew, I guess that makes me second stew, right? There's no one else here. And immediately the producers put Jess, third stew. Oh, did they? <laughs> on I didn't the see bottom that. Of the <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny by the producers. They promoted like Alex to be second stew in front of her. That would be funny. Yeah, I was so, going to say it'd be so funny if Malia, they're like, hey, Malia, I know you're bosun, but can we just put you in that second stew position? You're so, you're so pretty and you're so good with the chef. 
she would lose her fucking shit. Oh yeah, I guess we should talk about the chef. He's fucking an asshole. He well, is he's very in way off about having head. to do the job. That's clear. Can't. They want oysters. Whoa. <laughs> I guess well, he I left mean, a lot of. I, I can't get over like there's, there's no communication between the chef and Bugsy's taking the the lobster up, and doesn't say how it was prepared. You know, they say this is raw. Well, she she should know. The chef should have told her that it was whatever steamed or whatever he did for two hours, and it's it's meant to be that way. Clearly, no, she just takes red. it back. Like, yeah. Well, well also not only that. It's like okay, so. You got the cook. He's bitch about everything. He did a, apparently a good job. They liked the food. Fine. But then it's like, if you are going to bitch about everything, like this is the job. And also, what kind of chef doesn't know how to shuck an oyster? I know you didn't have the oyster knife, but rinse it out. I worked at Hooters. We had oysters. I never oh gave so many shell pieces in oh my oysters. oysters. Who what ordered kind of- oysters in the middle of Pennsylvania at a Hooters? Clearly the class of Pennsylvania, Rico. I used to associate with very highfalutin people. Now I'm sitting here on a podcast of YouTube jerk-offs. Well, you went down a bad path, I guess. Yeah. Clearly. And then he's like, I can't make a birthday cake. What do you make? I've got to make a birthday cake. Which Hannah would have sent out for pizza birthday cake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, you go to the pizzeria (laughs) and you get a birthday cake. You also get the band there and belly dancers. He was jockeying. He's like, please. Can I get the pizza birthday cake? This is the only screen time I'm getting at this episode. But it, it looks like, looking ahead, it looks like Tom is going to crash and burn, and I can't wait to see that. There's this only two charters, but they made clear there was only two charters left, in, or two weeks left in the season before he joined, because that, that was when they were arguing about the bunks. They're like, it's two more weeks, and I'm assuming there's only one charter per week. Right? Or are there two charters per week? Well, th- I think this charter is going to go into next week. No, no. But they- I mean per actual calendar week. Because oh. the normal charter is three days. And then there's the, the, the day in between where you scrub. So I guess you could have two charters per week. Yeah. But there's the only, a, if, at the most, four more charters. So, Probably, yeah. You know, and he's like, I got to cook for the crew. <sighs> really? It's, it's Making a salad that fucking hard pal just give them gruel chicken fingers and french fries every night so what what's the deal with these guests like you got these guys that are what in their 50s 60s seems like there's one one younger guy Um, and uh you got uh the women are what 30s maybe late 30s i think late 30s easily the one chick looks like she's 50 that keeps herself in shape with big bolt-ons yeah, uh, well, one guy's clearly really not in shape. And he <laughs> just walks around to random rooms in a yacht, naked, looking to throw a giant dildo in the rooms. I mean, we've all been there. So, <laughs> Tell me you guys didn't want to see, when the fat guy's peeking around with the giant dildo naked, they cut to Mal- or they cut to Bugsy's room after he like opened the door and threw a dildo into it. And I, when it cut to Bugsy's room, I just expected to see the cock Hit her right in the side of the head, and it would have been the greatest moment in reality television. <laughs> oh, he threw it in her room. I thought the no, uh, he didn't. But that's what they, they cut to her, like in oh. a room. And I thought it was going to happen. I was like, that would be the funniest thing in the history. Because of reality all the guest quarters are like next to each other, and then the crew quarters are somewhere. Yeah, they're very the far. Not like joining rooms. It just, or was, it just was the smash cut was hilarious. But also, do you notice another guest fell down the stairs? It's like I a ritual. Well, they were drinking pretty good, so. Yeah, True. Good for them. 
that's all my notes for Rico, below deck. By the way, you're doing a terrible job running this show. Can I just say that? Well, the thing is, we talked about weather for 15 minutes. Then we had we Stop talked about bringing Candace. it up. Stop bringing it yeah, up. Yeah, Rico, this is a bad hosting. Bringing up the worst part of the show over and over again. We might not even getting... get the weather part. Who knows if it even recorded, Rico? Oh, okay. Well, people God. are gonna be watching. What do you mean to talk about the weather? I wanted to hear I'm about sorry, the weather. I'm sorry, I'm not an experienced podcast. It's like Jonathan Taylor Thomas grew up and became an asshole, and then joined. Whatever happened to that guy? That's what I want to know. That's what this podcast should be about. Next week's it's guest. It's like a serial podcast, whatever, nine-part episode on Jonathan We track Taylor. him down. But we find him immediately the first episode, and then the other eight episodes were just outside of his house talking to each other about nothing and getting hammered. Oh, it's great. It's going to be a great podcast. Um, I have one more note, and it's just about Chubby Bear on this episode. Chubby Bear is a simple man who likes a simple joke. He goes into the guy's room with a dildo. He's, I guess he's like cleaning to help out. And he goes into the guy's room with a dildo. And he just goes. <laughs> and then he goes. Oh God, wait, I wrote it down. It is, he goes. A good dickin. And then looks at the camera and laughs for 15 seconds. Like it's not that I like, funny. I like Chubby Bear. I, I like him too, but it was ridiculous. I would like to get hammer drunk with Chubby Bear. He I'm seems like he, I, I agree. He seems like he'd be a really fun guy to go go out with, and uh, more fun than you two. He would laugh at all of the jokes I made instead of having I'm awkward sure silences. Mm. Make better jokes, and you won't get awkward silences. That's my solution to that problem. I can't presume our audience is as sophisticated as you two. Hmm. Mm. I praise. Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> looking ahead on Below Deck, it looks like we have Johnny Damon to look forward to getting blackout mm. drunk. So I'm excited for that. How how many hours do you think if we were on a charter yacht before we got blackout drunk? Three. Three at the most? I'd say at the uh, most. Yeah. That's if it's nonstop guess. shots, beers, whatever. The question is, who would die on a jet ski first of the three of us? Well, Mark would definitely. Well, the three of us. He's not on the show. He, nobody uh, knows. Let's bring him on the podcast. show to just pick him. We we uh, picked him to die of COVID first. Mark would yeah, break definitely. would break the jet ski somehow. I don't think <laughs> he would die on a jet ski. So Mark uh, is our friend. Who I, I'll tell a quick story about Mark. Two quick stories. Number one, the most clumsy. Actually, three quick stories. <laughs> They're never-ending stories. Mark, three things. The most clumsy person I've ever met. One of the smartest dumb people I've ever met. So, three stories. I think Rico is here for at least two of the three. First was in college when he kicks over an entire pitch of pina colada in my uh, dorm room and makes us smell like baby shit for the rest of the year. That was great. Second story... Hmm. We're at, uh, I think, a bar called The Circle Bar in L.A., Rico. We're here when I hand yeah. Mark a Corona. He's currently holding a <laughs> vodka cranberry <laughs> standing next to a beautiful lady. And he goes, I handed the Corona. And, of course, when you hand a Corona, you put your thumb in it and you flip it, right, to get the lime up inside the beer. So he's like, ah, thanks. Puts his finger in the Corona and, for some reason, flips both the Corona and his full vodka cranberry all over this girl's legs and shoes. <laughs> he put both <laughs> hands at once. <laughs> and then third story, we had a giant gummy ball, which I threw on a ceiling at my friend's house, like a sticky ball, like those sticky hands you get out of cereal back in the day. I threw it up the ceiling, and I figured at some point it'll fall down. So Mark is lying on the couch with a full drink, 
And sure as shit, the sticky ball falls straight down the ceiling two hours later, directly into his drink and explodes all over the couch. So those are three very quick stories about Mark. I could tell you a million more, but that's Mark. So he would, he would not even make it on the jet ski. He would fall off the side of the railing and die trying to go down the slide. That's what would happen. Yes, I agree all. All right, right. moving on. Anything less on below deck, then we'll move on to... uh, I don't believe so. So we got 90 Day the other way. 90 Day the other way. The parent trap, they called it. All right. So my biggest takeaway, my only takeaway, is how much I despise Devin's mother. I thought you were going to say Brittany. Wow. Well, no, Brittany is actually rising in the people I dislike most. I mean, Devin's mother is horrible. I, if awful. Jahoon had any fucking balls, he would stand up to her and say, like, you know what? Fuck off. So, but, okay, okay. I mean, the cameras didn't actually show what happened. Might have been an exaggeration. But Jahoon did not deny it. It sounded like the, the three-year-old girl was running towards the street and they yelled at Jahoon to get her, and he basically said, don't yell at me, and ran away. Okay, so yeah. what was no, the mother no, no, doing? No no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly, Rico. Hold on, time out. We saw what happened. The girl ran down the street towards traffic, which you couldn't even see because it's, like, late at night. There's She's no traffic running. in Korea. No there was no Korea. traffic, by the way. They have no they all fly. They have flying cars and telepods. They're far, far advanced. So <laughs> she runs down the street, past, by the way, past Devin, and maybe her mother. Well, and the devil was holding the baby, though. Oh, you can't do two things at once. You can't hold on. Oh, you guys are like so on Jahoon's side. No, Come no, on. I am on ridiculous. Jahoon's side on this. He's he's so far back, and they're yelling at him. And then he sprints. He's like, oh, okay, I'll sprint after this kid. But to say that it's his fault, number one, it's your kid that's running off into the street. Maybe have uh, tell your kid not to run to the fucking street. Yeah. She doesn't even get there. Number one, she goes and, and goes off to like some workout machines. Number two, why the fuck is Jahoon the guy that is pegged as baby catcher? Like, and why? And his mother to go, like her mother to go off on him. And be like, I can't trust you. You're the devil. This is my baby. It's like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. off. Uh, what were you? What was she doing? One, exactly. it's not his kid. And I understand that they're kind of uh, you. You should always Korean. No matter who you know, are, you should be responsible for, for the yeah white. Be responsible for the kid, but also if you're the mother. Also, be responsible for your own fucking baby. Don't say you yeah. can only watch one kid at a time. Maybe he she didn't thought, do anything uh, wrong, from what I saw. She, just started, was, she never well, taught maybe, the kid not to run into traffic. Well, How about that? that? And maybe she thought she was no, way down. You, you, you have a kid put in her pockets. Remember when the kid is two, three years old? You tell her not to run into traffic. What's the first thing it does? Runs into traffic. I don't remember. Hey, remember running into traffic not three once. Three years old. She's not three years old. She's old. What she like? She was five. Or I have six, no right? idea what she was. I thought she was three. I Either way, it's not to, to put all the blame on Jenny. I mean, like, not to not to dump on Priscilla. Not to dump on Priscilla. But last episode, they did show her laying in the park, just dumping sand on herself. So well, I, that's I don't what know I'm saying. Jahoon was like, okay, with that much sand in her pockets, she's gonna have a lot of resistance on her. No way she can run faster than two miles an hour. He thought he'd be able to catch up to her. This is physics. Jahoon is a man of science. Has the girl been raised properly, Odie? That she is just out of no, control. I'm sure she's not been raised properly. She's been raised by uh, Devin, who obviously has mother. serious problems herself. Yes. 
And her mom, who is the biggest piece of white trash I've probably seen on reality TV, which is saying a lot. Huge piece of white trash. I love this, by the way. I I remember this line was my favorite. She's like talking to Jehoon. She's like, I feel like I should apologize to your mother. And he goes up to talk to the mom, and she's like, you let that girl run into the street in Korea. Yeah. As if that makes the, yeah. that's all the difference in the world. In, yeah. how, in Korea? What? <laughs> Not in Korea. <laughs> New York City? Fine. She will explode when she hits the street. What is I wrong I, with you? I actually noticed that part too. And it's just maybe dislike her even more. It's like, you're just a horrible. Yeah, wow. Fucking, shocking. You're a horrible, horrible person. I can't stand you. And I think Jahoon is actually handcuffed here in his response. Because he wants to be around the baby's life, but he knows that he doesn't have any legal rights right now. Devin is yeah. pulling all the strings, and she's holding it over him at every single opportunity. Well, and she's like, I'll leave, Jihoon, I'll leave, I'll leave. Maybe if Jahoon would have uh, taken a few less naps and made a little you know bit what? of money. Sometimes people are tired, of, Odie. have a little bit Here's of, the question. Uh, you know, ability to pull those strings back. Hold on. Here's a question. Has Jahoon had a DNA test? Because it'd be hilarious. So she's just out banging random Koreans. Oh, and he was just that is oh my God. Like, oh, okay. We got to do a quick callback to Potomac. Because this, I can't believe I, this is what happens when you don't make notes. This is one of the funniest lines in the show. Is when Candace was talking about Ashley's baby. And you're like, and she's like, maybe your uh, baby will start looking a little bit more like you. And the baby is like very, oh. the baby's very white. Wow. Well, at least in my interpretation, and clearly Candace's interpretation as well. And then no. they show a picture of the husband who's white. And then no. they show a picture of Ashley who's not white. Ashley's so that, pretty light skin, though. She's light, light skin. I think she's but half she, white. I think she's half white. I think her go look at the baby and then go look at the the father and the mother and see who it looks more like. Rico, I have her baby on my phone instead of my baby. I know that baby inside out. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that that was a funny little. Again, Candace digging at Ashley for no. She's so horrible. Can you imagine saying to somebody you're uh, theoretically friends with? I just love that they invite every all these shows. By the way, I like they go to restaurants and they always yell at each other. Like if you're real housewives, clearly good producers right there. They're like, well, it's hey, just so funny because let's get together with people you hate and go to a restaurant and, and Hey, here's some drinks. Well, the, the best next, is this, the next the time we the get together with a bunch of us, we need to go to a restaurant and just have our dinner first, you know, enjoy it. And then just start screaming. At each Airing other. of grievances. <laughs> it's a festivus. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. And you got to hear about it. Well, it's like real housewives in New York, which I know neither. Well, maybe Rico watches, but, they uh, did the same thing. They go to a restaurant, and it was in Mexico. It's hilarious because they're all sitting there. Nobody speaks English except maybe a few people that are tourists there, and they are screaming at each other. I remember this one black dude was the best face. He like turned around because he clearly spoke English, and but I don't think he knew who they were. His face was just anger and uh, disgust, and it was fucking awesome. Not a good story. Moving on. All right. Yeah. It was no payoff to that one. So, uh, what no, were we talking about? It sounded good in my mind. 90 day the other way. Oh, yeah. Jahoon's. Okay. So, so Jahoon's mom did come up, step up again. And she's like, just disgusted with Jahoon crying. And I, I was too a little bit. I'm like, come on, fucking pal. How old are you? Would you Stop notice how quickly crying. he stopped crying? Which makes me think Jahoon's faking crying. He is. He's faking crying. He's a faker. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he makes me like him even really more if this is true. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah, he's fake crying the entire He's done it the entire time to get sympathy because he knows he's a piece of shit. And his he mom's knows. like, why are you crying? He's like, get out of here, mom. You suck. The best, actually, a hilarious part of that show was when they showed the mom and the dad talking. And they're like, who needs to be a man? He needs to be more assertive. And, and meanwhile, the dad's like, I'm not allowed to say a word because he's like the mom the saying Jahoon needs to be more of a man while the dad is sitting <laughs> next to her. Like I'm not allowed to be a man here because if I say something, she'll fucking cut my nuts off. <laughs> but I did appreciate that un- unintentional irony there. Did you see the little tease for next week where I, I don't know. I think I actually side with Jahoon's mom here, but Devin was like, so I asked her what's expected of as like a, a Korean in-law. And she's like, I don't expect much. Oh yeah. Devin took great. it as an insult, but I'm like, is she saying it insultingly or just like, don't worry? About oh, it was absolutely insultingly. Hmm. Yeah, I would just say I don't. Know. I think she hates Devin, and I uh, side with her. Devin's horrible. Well, she's They're protecting. She's protecting her Jahoon, which is why Jahoon has never done anything it's, in his life. Exactly. He's 30 years old. Again, he's thirty years old. He's expected to go out and drink and spend money and not take care has, of his children. Has he not done I anything, Odie, or has he lived the perfect life so far? <laughs> I put it to you. If you could do it all over again and be born to a Korean mom who encouraged you to just drink all day and then nap when you needed to and never work, <laughs> you're like, oh, save your energy to go and have sex with white women in America every few months. Uh, by go the way, on internet, you see- find yourself white woman from America. Find yourself a Tinder date. Have you seen uh, Devin lately? Like Sandy, my wife. She showed me again. Uh, uh, again, a reference. Borat two is coming. Do you hear about that? Well, clearly, our podcast where we only do impressions of Borat will take off after this. I so, hope so. You gotta listen to the last episode to get that joke, folks. So, anyway, uh, no, my wife talk, sent me this picture. I'll, I'll find it for you guys. Devin has had a shit ton of surgery, as they all seem to do. Let me see. Devin, ninety day fiance, twenty twenty, and I will say, looks uh, pretty good. So is still that have the I, old resting bitch face though? Because you think uh, she's still know. in Korea or uh, and, and she's I can't give it away. I can't give well, it away. She, uh, Odie, they gave this away a long time ago. She was like, I'm trapped here. It's a quarantine. Yeah, true, so, but that was early on in the uh, oh, well. Quarantine. As a person with experience in international travel during <laughs> quarantines, uh, it's not likely to end anytime soon. I like how your girlfriend was living with you before going back to China, but somehow you were the one that Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, even though she was trapped with you. What I had Stockholm syndrome. What? Never mind. I it don't is. get the joke. Moving on. I know you don't get the joke. Click the link I sent you. Um, obviously, that's a ton of makeup, so I'm not impressed. No, but she's had a ton of work done, too. She clearly had lip injections, maybe her eyeballs reshaped. Yeah. yeah. Her nose, chin. I, I mean, still see a wedding ring. Oh, well, Jahoon didn't pay for that, so who did? Uh, I'll tell you who did. This fucking podcast. <gasps> Are you going to give away a spoiler? <laughs> That's it. Actually, look at this photo. This is even even better. I mean, literally, she look. It's amazing what can be done. Number one with uh, a little photoshopping. But hey, listeners, you know what'd be amazing? A little five star review on iTunes. A little write up would be uh, super helpful to grow this show. 
I'm not going to lie, we spent a lot of time watching reality TV to do this thing. Not only the shows our wives watch, but the things that we think people want to see. Or that you guys are sucked into. So give us a little love, write a little review, and give us five stars. Thank you. Also, a little bit of plastic surgery applied correctly can do quite a bit. So, I believe I read they get paid about $1,000 an episode. The Americans do. Plus, Jimmy's right. doing the tile for the entire producer's crew. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not... That's such a... Fo- uh, He's never Photoshop laid a piece picture. of tile in his life. Oh. <laughs> Why am I looking at baby pictures? Yeah. Why are you looking at me? A, a Jahoon's baby? What? At the bottom of the page, Kendra Wilkinson <laughs> moved to audio. T- Hold on. Kendra Wilkinson moved to tears after seeing Hank Basket on his deathbed. What? Hank Basket? Formal Eagles great? Yes. And by great, I mean bottom of the roster <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> he was on the team a couple years. Uh, that doesn't, probably not. Okay, that, I'm looking at the picture now. That is not Devin. Sorry. I think that is Devin. She got a lot of work done, man. It's amazing. Again, if you lose a bunch of weight, shoot from the right angle and get a bunch of surgery done. A lot of makeup, lose, lose a bunch of weight. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly correct angle in the makeup. I think she got um, a nose job, lip, lip injections, fake eyelashes. A lot of Photoshop touch-up. Um, that is courtesy of Jahoon's Instagram. Would he lie to you? Yes, he would. He's actually said <laughs> that he will lie. One of those Whatever. best features. But no, that, never mind. That wasn't him. That was uh, Bidnam, our other favorite uh, character here. At yeah, all right. Let's move on. I think, let, last thoughts, Jahoon, Devin. Yeah, fuck Devin. Fuck Devin's mom. I hate them both. Yep. 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 All right. Yeah. yeah. Ariella Bidnam. It's been too long. So my takeaway from this is um, this kind of segment gives religion a bad name. Because they're trying to baptize, or uh, Bidium wants to baptize his son, Catholic. The mom's, uh, Ariel is Jewish. And then they're like, well, he can't be baptized because he um, will go back to sucking the breast milk of a Jewish woman. So he's not baptized. It's like, all right. As a person who's Catholic. Wait, was that literally said? That's it was what, it was literally said. I thought, yeah. I thought they just said he had to had to drink the milk from a breast of a Christian woman. I was like, loophole. Does it have to be Ariella or any boob? Well, she's not Christian, so that's one problem. Yeah, but my point is, yeah, what, any, what, you know, what they were saying is what they were saying is she would need to be baptized. Convert, as well. yes. So and the baby like, will revert to Judaism via the milk over time. Yes, yes. And it's like <laughs> oh, you know what? I give up. If this is what you're teaching people. That's that's not. I've never heard that before. Yeah, this is what uh, this makes so much sense now. Every time I go to a synagogue, I get squirted in the mouth with breast milk, and that's why you keep going back every. (laughs) Obviously, that's why my my Bravo beer bong has a little bit of breast milk in it every time. So that was ridiculous, and it's like, is this for real? Is this a show? Like for show? But I don't think. They're going to have some kind of priest and, and uh, Binium's Orthodox. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not really familiar with the difference between Orthodox uh, Catholicism and maybe it's Western definitely more stringent. I can tell you that. Well, clearly I like how he's like, I, yeah, without saying he's like, 
I were basically seeing uh, him try to make Ariel into the anti-Britney, but did not take. Didn't work. But at least she was like willing to kind of go along with it. Yeah, it seems like next week she's about to leave. So poor Binium. I guess he'll have to be in his uh, shoe bathroom apartment by himself. You think Ariel is going to leave? Yes, I do. That's what they're hinting. I have not have seen that teaser. I, I watched well, it and no, cut off a, of my DVR. There, they showed the teaser at the airport where she's uh, you know saying goodbye to her mom at the airport. She breaks down. So, so you're assuming that breakdown leads to her jumping on a plane. I could see it. I would put it at 50-50 right now. No I don't way. Think it's I'm a, telling you right now, no, because they had a teaser at the be- like the first episode of the season of her in the hospital giving fucking birth. So I know it happens in Ethiopia. Ah, the fucking you know genius. why? Those Black producers. Nurses. It's not racist. Just how I know. <laughs> and these producers giving away too much. They didn't carefully edit this enough. No, they did um, not. Uh, I like that. Uh, also, the Vinium's uh, like talking to the priest, right? The uh, the super religious priest, and he's like, so ba-, he basically threw Ariella under the bus. He's like, so you know. Knock this chick up. Wah, 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 bad luck. Like, did you notice that? He was like, so you know, she's <laughs> pregnant. It happens. <laughs> he's like, he's like, whoops, a baby came. It's like, he's not like, I love this woman. I can't wait to marry her. She's the love. He's like, eh, whoopsie dupsie. Didn't pull out fast enough. And the priest is like, yeah, I get it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, great priest. Yes, that's uh, the current PSR uh, curriculum right there. Pull out a little faster. What what are the odds of Ariella dying of like an extreme exorcism if she tries to take the baby back to uh, America? Well, I don't don't know how to address that question because obviously it's not serious, but... I think it How becomes a large. You? I think it becomes a larger question, which I was talking about with uh, Jahoon before too. Is these American? You were talking to Jahoon. Yes, we I have we chatted that via the translator. I knew that Jahoon had infiltrated the Bravo and Beer podcast, and why Rico is so staunchly on his side. Ah, uh, I can't. We all got Jahoon. Oh my God, you're you're going to. Uh, Rico, I want to eat skunks and make potty with you. And Jahoon's like, God damn it! <laughs> I lost my train of thought. This this uh, Bravo Rosé is really... What train of thought? I don't know. And now you're talking oh, to your child? What's wrong with you? He's walking down the stairs like he wants to listen, but I'm, he can't listen. Well, to tell this. him to fall down the stairs and then shut the fuck up when he gets to the bottom of them. Brian says to fall down the stairs and shut the fuck up when you get to the bottom of it. Why? He says, why? Tell him he knows. He knows what he did. You know. <laughs> you know. All right. I'm loud? Yes. No, no. You're adorable, kid. Go to bed. Yes. That's your bedtime. All right. Anyway, moving on. Anything else on Ariella and Binium? I know his, his family's very worried about history repeating itself. That much is obvious. They spend about 10 minutes on family like, What's going to happen if she takes the baby? Did she see you dance with your ex and smack her ass? Like, I like her family like knows that's going on. Well, her, her mom came to the show. So, of course, yeah. she knows what's going on. Um, I think that's about it. There was, I may have missed it. And I, as the uh, de facto host of the show, I'll just go through these two couples real quick. Uh, there no. did not appear to be any cheese stick or cheese dick, whatever. Zero cheese stick, which makes me think. 
Of course, there's they, not much left there. Yeah, not yeah. Much. He definitely she she breaks up with him. That's obviously the correct move. Good for her. Moving on to bigger and better things. Um, and as far as Summit and Jenny, also very little of them. It yeah. appeared that their um, main contribution to the show was that Summit picked a brown paint to accent the wall. Did I miss something, or was that what it was? Apparently, was in red. India, you. Mix your own paint. <laughs> that's, that's what uh, I thought. That's what no I took. Sherwin Williams there. That's what I took. You buy white paint, and then they're like, "Here's some powder. Make your own paint." And it, he's like, "Well, you just put things in. You hope it looks good." Like this is a system I can get behind. <laughs> this is like making a baby, but with a house paint. Should, so, are we saying we should open a Sherwin Williams franchise in India and become billionaires? I'm like what? It certainly seems like it. What kind of what color paint do you want to like? I don't know. Can I put my hands in all of your paint? No, just pick a color. We'll give it to you. What? Here's a strip. What? Take why it home. Many hands of Vishnu. Yeah. Was that their only thing? Like, why do they become so boring? It's because uh, they have to be. They they have to break up. Like we're talking about, some of these couples have to fall off because there's just not enough uh, and too much boring shit of other ones. And also, can we just ask this? Smith's like, well, we're only in this house a couple of weeks. Then why bother painting anything? Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he, like they're on a budget of what? What did she move there with $2,000 taken out her 401k? They're like, <laughs> what a 401k what? she must have had. <laughs> and yeah. just like, he Was no she job. really like, just hold up a second there. She emptied her 401k and she still had no money and she's like yes. 62. Yes. Like, telling were you, you really expecting to live on this to begin with in California? What were you doing? You were going to live for a month. Her daughter's couch for six months. <laughs> My 401k is going to pay for one Slurpee a week. And uh, that'll be good. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, why are you bought, wasting money on retooling your house? You and he's not, Summit's not working, is he? No. How how are how do they how He's are they holding living? out for management positions? <laughs> I uh, what the fuck movie is that from? It's National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. That's right. cousin Eddie. Eddie come on, cousin Eddie. Son Eddie of a bitch. He's holding out for a management position. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh, Summit, like Jenny's like Summit's like. Hey, we got to go meet my parents. They're up to it, right? And Jenny's like, are they going to come here? Is that we're painting the walls? He's like, no, we're going there. And she's like, are they going to kidnap you and hold you there? <laughs> like, is that a real, is that a thing that could happen? They just, he goes in and they just push Jenny out and barricade the door and that's it. Well, Samet was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it could happen. It could happen. That's, that's the thing. That's his response. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I certainly hope not. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> a little bit more, a uh, little bit more encouragement. I actually agree with my uh, naive 11-year-old son here who I was watching this episode with yesterday. I believe Summit actually likes Jenny. He like, does. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. It, how is it no not sense. more airtime spent on this? I just want to see poems he's written, songs he's written on the sitar for her. I want to see their love blossom because it's got to be the most bizarre and off-putting thing ever. And to remind you guys, Jenny is convinced that she took Summit's virginity. Maybe she did. I, you know what? I doubted it at the beginning, but, you know, Summit did doesn't seem to her have virginity? a lot going on. Huh? The missing piece here, as Brian has brought up before, 
We got to see Smith's ex-wife. We got to see a picture. Yes. Someone has to have it out there. <laughs> Wouldn't Someone it be amazing if she's just smoking hot? <laughs> that would be the best fucking outcome of this entire amazing. season. He's like, ah, just like if you like that type. Either she's smoking hot or she's Guado from Total Recall. And she's literally like a, a twin that's born out of another person's stomach that just kind of emerges. <laughs> she has to be way better looking than Jenny. Right. Apparently not. Well, she or she's got to be the worst person ever. Maybe it's like Gaddafi. He's like, I accidentally married Gaddafi. <laughs> Don't well, know that's a weird cross reference. Strange reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? Who, who else is on the show? There were All no. Right, uh, well, the no, last no Armando one, and Ken. No, no, there week, was. Right? Well, there was, but I fast yeah. forwarded them because they're. What was no, it? No, we're not skipping over Armando and Kenny. They didn't do anything, right? <sighs> They never do anything. They never do anything. They, no, they had, Kenny, they, Kenny cries, or no, I'm sorry, Armando cries. Armando is affectionate, and then he gets called, you know, a racist word by, was it a woman? That was at the very end of the episode. No, just some random Mexican called him a, we could say the word, a faggot. Called him a faggot. When did so that happen? Or actually, no, he, did, he called him a faggot in Mexican, which like is like, uh, I can't remember what the word for it is. Uh, <laughs> You only use it every day. Don't pretend you have to search for it. I live in Los Angeles. Well, I worked in kitchens. And uh, as we discussed, my Hooters oyster shucking skills. I worked in kitchens with a lot of people from Guatemala and Mexico and El Salvador. And, you know. In central Pennsylvania at a Hooters, I don't think so. Uh, Oh, yeah. And at at, at a. (laughs) Oh, dude. Oh, not at Hooters. At a uh, two different golf courses on the East Coast. And they. uh, Oh. Puto Maracon, I think, is the phrase. I believe is the phrase. Anyway, our avid listeners can fact check me. But that's not what I was going to say. Number one, they met friends of his, one of whom is definitely Mark Twain. And also, Ken's daughter, his one daughter, right? She's hot. She's like trashy Jamie King hot. Am I wrong? Jamie King? It's a 20-year-ago reference. Oh, can we have a brief... Can we have a it brief applies. interlude to talk about daughters real quick? And I don't know if you guys noticed this because I was watching on the app, but uh, Odie's favorite football player of all time is coming out with a reality show because they showed the the preview 50 times. Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Oh, God. Are, are we going to start Why? talking about Terry's Bradshaws? I guess are quasi-attractive daughters. I, I would they? I would definitely be all in for uh, breaking down the Terry Bradshaw show every week. Oh God! Is that we can get the Pittsburgh want? audience? We have cornered the Pittsburgh audience. All of those fucking people that die after about age forty from eating too many Pimanti Brothers sandwiches. They put French fries on everything. They're breathing in steel fumes. No. COVID already killed all of them. They're all dead now. <laughs> Damn it! Pittsburgh is one third. Can we get a bailout from the government? COVID killed our audience. Pee 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 yeah, I'm um, kidding. I'm Jamie, kidding. How dare all... you besmirch Jamie King, though, Rico? She's the perfect comparison to Kenny's daughter. She's like hot but trashy, and you're like, damn, but you trashy. Well, you know what? I actually just fast forward Kenny and Armando every single episode. Now, I know so. you do. I know. You know what? Because you hate the just, gays. Well, you could say that, but I hate boring people more. Well, They're so not boring. Actually, the stereotype about gays. They're so fucking yeah. boring. You know what? You come out to your parents, and they're like. We accept you. Good well, for you. No. Bad but, for entertainment. But Armando is worried. He said it makes him sick to his stomach to come out to his parents and tell them that he's engaged. Maybe next mm. episode. Probably not. 
Okay. Well, he already told him he's gay. I mean, I, yeah, but he didn't say he, that he's wi- like that he's engaged. Yeah, they haven't he's seen gay. him like Edmonds with like gay with another man though. I can I can see how he's worried about that. I mean, right. well, you know what? You you two on the scene reporters cover that one next episode or whenever it comes up, and I'll I'll listen to what you have to say. But here's the question: You know what, what I think mean? was making Rico uncomfortable is Ken and Ken and Armando have the best relationship. They do. Out of all of these couples. I don't, I don't, you know what, Odie? I don't Rico like stable relationships. <laughs> no, I don't. Exactly. Like You're jealous of what they That's have. That's why I hate both of you. <laughs> oh, we hate you because of your face and also general attitude towards life. And smell. Okay. See, fair enough. It's Here's the question. When Kenny and Armando talk about being engaged, will Armando be like, we're engaged. Will he, will he, will he go down <laughs> and gay? Well, Kenny's like, we're engaged. And Armando's like, we're engaged. I never noticed that before. <laughs> making the, adding the gay part in the middle there. Engaged. Well, Armando drops it out. Armando drops it out. Kenny. Has, has, so as um, people that actually watch their segments, has uh, Kenny suggested, hey, you know what? Um, this part of Mexico sucks. How about we move to Florida? Has How about we move to yet? a part of Mexico that's uh, like, Big Fun. tourist spot where they're more open to gay relationships. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, yeah, why? Maybe that's kind of Kenny's long-term plan is I'll move to Mexico for a year or two. And, but then we'll move. I'll convince them to move back to Florida where it's better for everyone involved. Why well, did they not move to Florida at the beginning? Right? Because is it harder for Armando to get a visa? It's got to be. But look, put Armando in the back of a fucking U-Haul for two grand. Get him over here. He'll work off the debt. And then you're married. Don't know that's that's exactly how the K-1 visa process works. But, hey, sounds like a spinoff show. K-1, <laughs> K-1 visa FedEx trucks or whatever. We could have, like, a buddy spy comedy called Armando and the Coyote where he's running drugs across the border to meet his, his love of his life. We're going to be root for him the whole time. It's going to be fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I believe it, we haven't talked about Brittany and Yuzan yet. Fuck you well, two. That was a getting, funny concept. You guys are dicks. Oh, you know, I did, didn't uh, shoot it down. said, hey, let's, let's workshop it a little bit. I shot it down pretty much. Let's workshop it. Um, yeah, so Brittany continues to be a horrible person. She makes me viscerally angry by her very existence and her trying to get people on her side, even though she knows she has no intention of becoming Muslim and she has no intention of getting married anytime soon because she's still currently married. Yeah. So it's all theater to her and yeah. she's fucking with the so bad. And it, it really makes me angry. She That's has no, no plan in place to finalize her divorce in any she, way whatsoever. She can't, it's anyway. not getting finalized anytime soon, period. So why what is she stringing this out? Did you see her face light up when the uncle, the uncle, by the way, is a champion. Yeah. Great argument to yeah. let them like not get married right away. And like, Hey, look, this is a forever marriage. And why you know, don't force him into it. He's like, in our culture, so many people break up because you can't have a boyfriend or girlfriend there. That must suck. But he's like which, a champion. And he's like, okay, you guys can have yeah, some time. Which and made me even like, more angry because her uncle, his uncle stood up for her. Yep. Yet it was all based on bullshit that she told him. It's like you're having people stand up for you and and 
and give impassioned speeches and persuade other people who are reluctant because they don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're not trustworthy. Yeah. The whole thing made me so pissed off. The whole off. thing about, oh, when my dad gets here, and you thought, the uncle and the dad, like, when, when her father gets here, she'll decide yes or no. And it's like, and you sounds like, oh, you know, end of next month. And I don't know what time this thing is. It's probably like the 31st of the current month. So like, okay. And then he tells Brittany, he's like, we have time. Uh, I, he didn't tell her we have time a month from now. Because well, we probably like, assumed Yay! that's a lot of time. Like he probably like was thinking, oh, what month that is, is like, oh, It's for them. So not for Brittany's the, divorce. The <laughs> thing is with Brittany is she acts like she just met Yazan yesterday and she's just yeah. learning about Islam now. Like, no, you've known him for months at least, if not, you know, six months to a year, who knows? And she's like, well, I still got to learn about it. It's like, well, what the fuck have you been doing? Yep. You know, being in a rap video, which I believe that was one of the things she was doing before she moved to Jordan. She's done nothing. She's not serious at all. At all. She's still married and she's just a despicable person. And I hate her. Wait, so what does she think is going to happen? Like, Best case scenario, which is not even possible. So just imagine this could somehow happen in a wizard society. If she was able to get the divorce and get married within the next month, still, Yazan's going to watch this. I mean, he's yeah, going to know you're lying. That's the best like, part. And I've heard like, that they don't have TLC Instagram. and Jordan. Come on. <laughs> even in the fish market, they have TLC. But yeah, exactly. He's going to watch like, what a bitch. Yeah, so they're clearly you? not going to end up together, and and Yazan deserves better. I'm going to ask you guys one thing real quick, because I have to keep score in my head. I'm like, am I sexist? Because I generally hate the women. And because the gay it, men, too. Well, I don't hate them. They're just not entertaining. So I, Now, I would say I, typically a 90-day... Well, actually, I'd say it's pretty even. Like in ninety day, uh, but in this season, in this season, I I don't hate I, Jenny. I, I, I mean, Devin, I think she's stupid. I hate Devin whatever. because of her mother, but Jahoon's yes. by far the worst. I hate them both. Everybody in that triangle, I hate all of them. Jahoon's yeah. terrible. They're all terrible. They're all th- all that, three were terrible. Group. I don't hate Jenny. No, Submit's by far. The, she's just the stupid, right? I don't she's think Submit's a, bad either. Broad, I think they're both just stupid people that two stupid people from opposite parts of the world somehow got together and are being stupid together. It's yeah. Good for exactly. them. Uh, for I, you have to like Melisa over cheese stick. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. Armando and Kenny are both dudes. As far as uh, Brittany goes, she's the biggest piece of shit ever. Yeah. I yes. mean, Yazan seems fairly reasonable. His dad even was like, okay, yeah. I'll be reasonable. Like the whole thing, Muslim culture, they're like, okay, it goes against everything we believe in. I'll be reasonable. Uh, so angry, yeah. is, is the uncle, is the uncle hate, or, older I, than you think? He looks like he's younger than, than uh, Yazan's dad, but it seems like the dad really respects him. Probably just from growing up together, but yeah, Ariella and Binium. I really hated Ariella early on because of her life of privilege and stupidity. Yeah, I don't but hate now, her like, either, yeah. but she's just I like I side with uh, Binium over her. Well, I don't dislike her in any way, but I think she's kind of stupid. Her mom oh, seems completely reasonable. <laughs> um, I side with Ariella more, I think, now than Binium. I don't know what Binium's done wrong. I don't side wrong. with either of them. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think Binium's the, uh, done anything wrong. I don't think Ariel's done anything wrong either. I think they're both kind of neutral. Like, it's yeah. just culture clash. Um, but I don't think either. But, yeah, so I'm neutral on them. But I just, when I find, when I'm watching these shows, I'm like, hmm, who do I side with more? And because I'm currently also watching season six. And then, you know, I was doing a roll call of that, and I actually found that I was siding with the women more on that one. But Hold on. Who's on season six? You got to list them off. On, well, there is uh, there's Olga and some fucking young dude from the Jersey Shore who seems like to be a complete asshole um, all of a sudden. So. Shocking. Who else is on season six? They're known for such rational thinking. <laughs> I need to- Entrepreneurs, all of them, leading Silicon Valley. So you, you guys have... Uh, Watched a lot more 90 Day than I have, unfortunately. Trying to catch up, but it's just a lot of content to to watch. But so out of all the couples you've seen, is Brittany the worst? Like the worst person oh, you've seen? No, 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 no. No, my God. Marissa is pretty fucking horrible. Uh, Brittany's horrible. Who else would be so fucking horrible? Okay, well, so should this take us to one of my other shows that I watched? There's Darcy. Odie, which I cannot believe you have not watched. What, yet. Which season is that? She's I on a multi. She's on many seasons. You've never seen a season with Darcy? No, no. I have seen seasons with Darcy, but oh, the Darcy and Stacy show that's going to suck, probably. Sure. So Darcy is, I think, season four, or season five. She's been on a ton of shows because she's a complete train wreck. Yeah, uh, she's a, she's a little troll, and she's like forty five and. She can look good when she's on a completely photoshopped picture, made up all hell, and you like she on an she on does, an Apple cart uh, yeah. with yeah everything like she's but, she's, but and she has a twin sister. Don't forget that who's also a complete troll. But they can make themselves up and look like a good. They can take a good picture yeah. here or there. And you're like, oh, okay, not, not too bad. But then you see them in real life, you're like, that looks nothing like them. They both go after um, you know, foreign Foreman. guys for some reason. So Darcy in her first season, like actually she had two seasons with Jesse, who's all-time great character. He's from Amsterdam. He's a personal trainer, fitness model who's like 24. She's in her 40s. And she's fucking crazy. And he's... I don't even know how to describe him. He's so serious, but such a dick at the same time. Yeah, I've never seen this season. I've seen later Darcy's, but not... You've never seen Darcy and Jesse? Darcy Dar- No, I've never seen the first season where she's like dating the younger oh, guy. Oh who- my God, you got to see it. It's so good. So, like, Islam, babe, so fucking good. Darcy and Jesse, so fucking good. <laughs> she shows up at the airport and he's like, and she's obviously completely photoshopped and all her videos like, oh, okay. All right. And he's like probably using her for fame and fortune, whatever. And she, one of the first episodes, she goes to his parents' house and he's a good looking guy. And, and, and uh, his parents are like, well, you know, I mean, obviously a guy <laughs> like him has no business. Like he, he shouldn't be, t- why? Or like, he's like, the parents are like, you have no business being with a guy like this. I mean, you're you're a five. He's a ten. And Her parents <laughs> are saying this. That's awesome. No, his, his, his parents say this. 
And oh, then wow. she, she gets super fucking drunk. She obviously is a raging alcoholic. And she Wait, like, hold on. Is, is she from Ohio? No, she should oh. be. She's from <laughs> Connecticut. And uh, so, she, yeah, so I guess this is all backstory for the Darcy and Stacey show. So she goes to Amsterdam. She lives there. And obviously the guy can't stand her. But then they keep dating. And um, then he... It's basically like you're a raging alcoholic. You suck, and because she got drunk and fell in a bush and slept in a bush one episode. Who hasn't? Come on, yeah, don't frown on that. That was like every hey, Friday no, night. It's, in it's, it's great, great TV. He's like, seriously, you can never drink again. And but she's a raging alcoholic. Never really, so she, never drink again. Yeah. So he's he's super over the top, serious, and he's a dick too. But. It's really funny. Their interactions with each other are fantastic. He comes to America and, and she keeps nagging about shit and he flips out. And then <laughs> he, um, f- at one point, he flies all the way from Amsterdam to New York to see her and Brian's gone. Um, but he only flies to New York to break up with her. No, that's which Sandra's is- going to come in, but she didn't. Sorry, go ahead. So does... Do you want to ju- have Sandy jump in and, and talk about uh, No, Jessie? I don't know if she's seen that episode. I don't know if she's Oh, my God. I'll lose all respect for her if she hasn't. So, I don't know what to tell you. I think so she has. Then, I haven't seen it. So then after Jesse – there's two seasons of Jesse and Darcy. you got to watch it all. It's so fucking good. So after that, she um, has been talking to a guy, Tom, who's her emotional support the whole time when she's with Jesse. And so she starts dating Tom from England. But Tom is like, hmm, this girl is kind of fucking annoying. I don't really like her. And Tom's sister tells her, uh, you're not, he's never going to stick with you. He's, he's a player. He, eh, you're annoying. And he eventually also flies all the way to New York to dump her. So yeah, it's that, twice. See, that I know. I came in at the Tom part. I know they went on the boat. You know, she flies to England, they go on the boat. And I'm like, I just couldn't believe they went on. Like Tom kept dating her because you, when you see her in oh, person, to your point, she's this little goblin face, like fat, pumpkin-headed little troll that's five foot one. <laughs> and you can tell she's had so many injections in her face, her and her sister, but her yeah. sister's actually hotter, which was pissed her off because they're twins. But it's like, in person, why would you keep dating this person? Oh, well, and then Tom, who's a well, huge dick, if we can be honest, along. if we can be honest about twins, even with identical twins, there's always one that's hotter than the other. I mean, there's never like oh they're both well, they're, they're both equally not hot well so, thanks Odie. we just lost half of our twin crowd <laughs> so so tom also um god damn it Odie, you fucking lost my train of thought with tom so he um also strings her along clearly and he also flies to new york to break up with her and when he breaks up with her it's all-time great line he's like I found someone that loves me better than, you know, actually loves me. And she's like saying something. He's like, uh, I think you gained weight. <laughs> uh, Treating treat him like cheese stick. Uh. This is, wait, so, is this the one where he, he's got like a hot blonde on the side? Right? Yeah. She's so much better looking than Darcy. Oh, much better. And it seems so much nicer because Darcy's a psychopath, but then oh, yeah. Tom, this is what I'll get. And this is why I think Tom is simply playing with Darcy to stay on the show. And it's, yeah, worked. he absolutely is. He writes her a letter and drives to give her the letter at her house. He's like, I just wanted you to, to have this. And he hands her a letter, and her sister runs out and rips the note up and throws it in the trash. I never even and saw then, this. 
I saw that. Happened. Yeah, I watched. Oh, maybe it says season later. And then I'm like, if the camera cuts away, and I'm like, seconds later, both trolls crawled into the trash can to paste that fucking letter together. Like, give wow. me a goddamn. Yeah, I think there's certainly some things that are completely contrived and just made for reality show. But he definitely is fucking with her. Um, Darcy says all the time, I deserve love. I deserve love. Even her daughters roll her eyes at her because she's, I mean, she doesn't deserve anything. She's a horrible person. I mean, who would date her? She's awful. She's an awful human being. Um, And also with both Jesse and Tom, she, upon within probably an hour or two of meeting them, is talking or dropping hints about getting engaged. The first time she meets them, she's like, wouldn't it be great if we had our wedding here or, Oh, this would be a great place to propose. And they both. Okay. So the greatest part of the Jesse season, he takes her to a windmill and he drops down on his knees and he gives her a ring. And she's like, Oh, this is the proposal I've been dreaming of. And he's like, gives her the ring. He's like, uh, just so you know, this is, not an engagement ring. <laughs> so, so fucking funny. In addition uh, to give women rings in front yeah. of windmills. He gives God. her, he's like, she's like, well, what is it? He's like, whatever you want to call it. But it's, he says it like over and over. He's like, whatever you want to call it's fine, but it's not an engagement ring. Wow. It's fucking great. And then there's a scene in the, one of the Tom seasons, like where he gives, <laughs> he gives her a box it's very romantic. It's like proposal like. She opens the box and she's expecting a wedding ring and it's Jack of the Box hits her in the It's face. a key to his apartment when she's flying back to America the next day and he lives in England. <laughs> it's like a key to my apartment. Isn't that romantic? That Probably change the locks right after that too. <laughs> like, what? In case you wanted to pop over to London and come visit me, and I would never know. So, well, like I said, the, yeah. when you get to Happily Ever After 90 Day with Colt and Larissa and Darcy was on it. Actually, was she on that one or another one? Anyway, you catch up to all these people and it's the fucking best. Colt, Larissa is something that I... Oh, yeah. Need. I'm on... Yeah, yeah. Colt. I'm on Colt. Are you on That's, Colt right now? Yes. Oh, my God. That's what our outro... She who I guess opposes the queen must die. That's fucking Larissa on our outro for this show because she is a Brazilian psychopath and now in the 90-day happily ever after, we see her catch up, and she's the biggest piece of shit in the world. She's manipulating this guy. She gets back there with an ex, and she's like, you are cheap, eh? and I hope you won't be cheap, and you pay for my boobses. I think this is like on the first date when they're, after they broke up, getting back together. It's fucking dynamite. That's oh, dynamite. Wow. So much stuff only has to catch up on. If on only we didn't have three season three of 90 day. I if think only well, we didn't not, have two hour podcasts, then Odie would have more time to watch if, these shows. If only we had more than the 7,000 listeners that we currently had. So. That's true. So I maybe thought it was a hundred thousand like those people I mean, on the yacht. 100,000. This is no steamboat Willie Rico. Pump those numbers uh, up. Yeah, we need more listeners so we can quit our jobs and just watch reality TV all day. For, you know what? I don't really work anyway, so I'm good. Whatever. Do any of us? All right. Is that it? Are we done? Oh, it's only two hours in. That's it. Jesus. Well, we had a power outage uh, for half an hour. Yeah. Next week we're gonna uh, we're gonna streamline this more efficient. (laughs) 
I'm actually yeah. going to watch more shows to make Odie be on here until 1 a.m. or more something. More unrelated conversations that Odie I'm going to watch the Bradshaw on. sisters or whatever it's called. We're going to go back about, in time and start I watching will watch Dallas. That. That, that's our next show we're watching. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Well, I got to spend three hours editing this shit show. So uh, sign off. I'll do it this week. Bravo. Uh, bravo. And beer. Good shit. Good boom, shit. Boom, boom. All right. Well, I've had See enough ya. talking to you, dicks. Yep. Fuck you both. Who is a damn sex queen? We'll die. Respect.